Welcome to City of Thomasville Spotlight, a weekly show dedicated to providing the community with the latest news and happenings about the City of Thomasville. We will discuss everything from city business, to events, to daily operations, to public safety. Here's your host, Chris Hurst. WPAX Local News Director Chris Hurst, and fortunate today I have one of my favorite people here. Thanks, Chris, for having me. I always love coming in to be interviewed by you. My name is Sherry Kane, and I'm the Public Outreach Manager for the City of Thomasville. How long have you been with the City of Thomasville? Oh, goodness. This is my 22nd or 23rd year now, so... More than 20 years of service, and we appreciate that. We're going to be talking about the Bottom District. Can you tell our listeners some of the history of it's an important district, the Bottom District? Absolutely. Well, the Bottom District got its name from the sloping landscape that's created by a nearby creek bed. And when we refer to this area, what we are talking about is the West Jackson Street area and where the amphitheater is currently located. So that's the area that we're speaking of. But it was a high traffic area that developed near the train depot with African-American and Jewish-owned businesses. And then with the addition of industry in the area, that just added to the bustle of the district. German and Jewish retail shop owners greatly increased after 1932, joining the existing Greek restaurants and retail store owners and African-American entrepreneurs. So the area has always historically been either African-American-owned businesses or minority-owned businesses. So it became a vibrant hub for the African-American community with restaurants and dry cleaners, barbers, physicians, pharmacies, insurance companies. And the Ritz Theater was also located there. And that's the namesake for our current Ritz Amphitheater and Park. And the Ritz was the center for entertainment for the local African-American community. In my time in remembering the Ritz, in my mind was a movie theater. And I didn't realize that it had a big stage and they would have sings and fights and all kinds of things happened there. But that was the center of the African-American community for entertainment. And now the Bottom District here in downtown Thomasville, it's bustling and thriving once again. Today, now with the Streetscape Project and some other things that have gone on there, it has returned to a bustling business district. I think our whole community has enjoyed the Ritz Amphitheater and Park. The trailhead is located there as well. So, yes, I do think you're right. I do think it has returned to somewhat of the same use that it had then. So many improvements have been made to the bottom district recently. So why did the city of Thomasville take steps to redevelop the historic bottom district? Because of the historic significance and the importance of this area of downtown Thomasville, it was important to the city as well as to our residents to be able to restore that and keep that historical significance alive for our community. There's been so much done throughout the Bottom District over the last several years. Tell me about some of those projects that have been completed. Sure, I will. I'll give you a tiny bit of history, but back in 2014, a group of city staff, community leaders, and residents met in a series of public engagement sessions to develop a new creative district in the historic downtown area. A master plan was created using a multi-year plan that targeted increasing economic opportunity and revitalizing the historic area. And out of that creative district plan came three different projects. The first was the community walking trail trailhead, then the amphitheater and park, and then finally a streetscape project. So we're very fortunate that those came together and now for the most part have been completed. Bottom District looks so, so good. So is there a project that is currently happening 
in the bottom district. Absolutely, yes. We are very excited. Located at the corner of Stevens Street and West Jackson Street, there is a commemorative wall. And right now, it's a brick wall that says the bottom on the top of it. But in production currently are some plaques that will be installed there. We're really excited. One of them is going to be about Reverend Earl Williams. I'm sure many people probably still remember him. He was the first African-American mayor for the city of Thomasville, but he was also the first of so many other things, and we just felt that it was noteworthy to have something in memory of him as well. And then the other two panels that will be located there will discuss the historic significance of the area, kind of some of the things that we just talked about a few minutes ago, so that visitors and our community and our young people and generations to come will be able to understand why the area is significant. Great project. Has the city of Thomasville worked with any community partners in the bottom? We have. It's been a wonderful opportunity for partnerships. We've worked closely with the Jack Hadley Black History Museum, with the Thomasville History Center. In fact, a lot of what we have done there that is of historical value came from them. We're not a history expert, so we're very appreciative to them. It's been a wonderful collaboration. We also got a couple of other things that we would like to do in the future. When we were installing this streetscape project, we installed historical markers in the 300 block that marked where African-American owned businesses were located in the years that they were located there. Now, there were certainly other businesses there, but we had to kind of choose a time frame and choose some historical references and things like that. And they were installed in the 300 block, but unfortunately, we didn't have funding at the time to do the 200 block. But now we are hoping to do that in the future and finish up that area. And then we would like to also complete an interactive online walking tour. We've got that started. We've got the fundamentals of it, but we are missing some information that we need. And part of the other partnerships that we've been working with, we recently have started partnering with FSU. They are going to provide some resources for us to get oral histories from some of our community members. We're also hoping that our community will look through their attics and look through their closets and under their bed and see if they can find any pictures of the bottom. We realize Another thing that we would like to do is put storyboards at the Ritz Amphitheater, expressing how important the Ritz Theater was for our African-American community. But as we started working on that project, we realized that we didn't have pictures. The History Museum doesn't have pictures. Mr. Hadley's Museum doesn't have pictures. So we really need our community to get together, look and see if they can find a picture of their first date or whatever pictures may be available because we really need those available. If people would like to donate them, Mr. Hadley is going to be the location where those will be housed, or we can simply just scan them and give them back. And Landmarks has also helped us as well, and Pebble Hill. So it's been a really neat community project and community collaboration. So the Bottom District has come so far in the past seven years or so, and it it sounds like we're still going to make some more improvements there. We are. We're looking forward to continuing there and just keeping that part of Thomasville's history alive and vibrant. Again, not just for our current generation, but for generations to come as well. Another guest today, a double feature. Todd Powell, city engineer with the city of Thomasville. Todd, I believe there is a congratulations in order. I believe you were recently promoted. I was. I've been assistant city engineer for three years now with the city of Thomasville. I have a total of 21 years experience. I graduated in 99 from Auburn. Got my PE license in 2006, so I'm 
ready to take on the role. Todd, I'm told that you have more than 20 years of experience in the engineering field. That's true. I've worked with the Corps of Engineers. I've worked with some private companies in the private sector, and I've also worked with the Georgia DOT as well as the City of Albany. From going to city council meetings, I know that you stay busy. And I know that one of the things that you have been working on recently is the South Pine Tree Boulevard project. When did work begin on the South Pine Tree Boulevard improvement project? The actual construction began on January 4th of this year. It has been in the works now since 2017. I know there's a lot of steps that go into improving this very important corridor. What are some of the major parts of this improvement project that have already been completed? We wanted to get all the utilities taken care of beforehand before we did the resurfacing because once you resurface it, you don't want to go back in there and mess up the roadway. So we had the water department actually replace a water main from Mill Pond to West Club Drive, and they're working now on replacing it from West Club Drive to Old Monticello. We had another contract to replace a water main from Mill Pond to Magnolia, and in 2018, we had some force mains and water mains relocated from Magnolia to West Jackson Street. Also, the electric department relocated some lines, their electric lines and the CNS lines, also as well as AT&T for the roundabout area, as well as two 36-inch pipes were replaced at the Longleaf intersection that were leaking and a storm drain for lift station 7 at Old Monticello Road. We replaced that. Can you tell us about some of the work that will happen on South Pine Tree in the months ahead? This roadway involved House Bill 170 funds. I know a lot of people are thinking about why so much work on South Pine Tree. Well, we got a GDOT grant with House Bill 170 funds, and it has to do with the roadway corridor, the limits of construction. They want it all on one road, so you can't just bounce around from one road to the next. Also, they look at the vehicle miles traveled per day also. The other projects that we have to do are to actually finish up with a roundabout. We're compacting the soil there and we're looking at putting in curb and gutter there. We finished with a storm drain and then we're going to resurface from West Jackson to Old Monticello Road and we're going to build some shoulders up for that roadway that's raised up. We're going to grass the shoulders. We are going to stripe the road and then also put in traffic loops at West Jackson Street and Old Monticello. So still a lot of work to come yet on South Pine Tree Boulevard, and I know our community is looking forward to the completion of that project. And you mentioned the roundabout at the Magnolia and South Pine Tree intersection. Right. A lot of folks here in South Georgia are a little bit scared, a little bit wary mm -hmm. of a roundabout, but I'm told that there are some benefits. There are benefits. My predecessor, Wayne Newsom, he had always told me that that was one of the requirements that Georgia DOT wanted to see in order to unleash the funds for this road was to have a roundabout there. And there are some around this area, a lot in Tallahassee, one in Monticello, and one in Moultrie. And I looked at the GDOT roundabout design guide, and they actually speak very highly of them. They say they're environmentally friendly. They reduce wear and tear on the brakes, use less gas, and they're also safer for pedestrians crossing the road. Very good. Talk to us a little bit about the timeline on the South Pine Tree Boulevard Improvement Project. Some of the factors that determine that timeline. Well, you have the weather delays. That's the main factor. And we had rain for about two months in the summer. Nearly every day I had my son in a summer baseball camp and we missed all but about three practices. And you also have what GDOT classifies as a wet day, which is after a rain day. 
of one inch. So the guys, when they're doing earthwork, they can't really go out there and do work after it's raining because the soil's too wet and they'll bog down and make a mess, basically. So you have that, you have material delays. Is there an estimated completion date for the South Pine Tree Boulevard improvement project, or is that just too hard to calculate with the rain delays? Pending we don't have another tropical storm or major hurricane come through, we're looking at mid-October to finish with the actual major construction of it, and then we'll move on to the resurfacing and the main contractor Scruggs will take over at that time and they are usually very quick and we anticipate that to be done within three weeks at the most. These construction projects they take a lot of contributions and sacrifices from everybody in the community and if you will just be patient with us because those contributions and sacrifices are well worth it at the end. And when we see construction workers not only on South Pine Tree Boulevard but when we see construction workers working on these projects we need to slow down and watch out for those folks. Definitely these people all have family members and we got to look out for them and think about that and look out for them. You've been listening to City of Thomasville Spotlight. The show is produced by Sherry Kane, Chris Hurst, and Ricky Zambrano. To learn more about the City of Thomasville, visit thomasville.org or follow us on Facebook. Thank you for listening.